it is specific and explicit and deliberate that they're going to be responding to that issue on that day. And that first on the agenda, when they speak, they are going to address that issue and then we deal with the issue of the annual report. Because we've seen this happen many times, Chair. When we ask NTT, they say they'll, they'll sign send written responses, which has never happened. Ever since I've been part of this committee, that has never happened. So, so I don't think that there's going to be a miracle here where, you know, so we have to um, act in ways that we, we sort of prevent that. Thank you. Thank you, Honorable Mapena. I think you, you, you have uh, summed it up nicely. Valerie, let's just indicate to AXA that they will also request them to fully prepare for this other matter that has been raised by the Honourable Member. The members, with that having said, can we move for the adoption of the, uh, the programme as a document? Yes, Chair, you, you, you've asked me to, um, to, to remind you of a few things in the meeting, in the meeting when we discuss earlier when we get to the program. Yeah. Oh, the, the issue of a letter from the organization called, um, Sabrata. Yes, Chair. And also the, the matter of how the railway safety bill public hearings is included in the program. If um, Alma, if you can highlight it, those are the yellow ones um, over weekend, so that it kicks off in in November 22, and then it will run to towards the end of March 2023. So um, I've indicated to chair these hearings are scheduled on on weekends, and it it will have to be slotted into the actual program of the committee so that members are aware of the impact of the weekend hearings on the um, on the program of the committee um, and when those dates are because we have to reflect it to house chair as well when this program is submitted so those are included in terms of the dates that was agreed to of the of the towns that were that were agreed to by members in a, in an earlier meeting. So those are the dates running towards. Oh, sorry, I I wrote twenty nine twenty three because I think it won't be that long, Chair. <laughs> um, it will run towards the end of March, and the dates may change based on Parliament's program. I've indicated to Chair towards the end of a, a term. Parliament would normally slot a, a, a plenary on a Friday morning, so that might affect the dates. Thank you, Chair. <clears throat> um, I think, uh, Valerie, all members will agree with this. This is what we all wanted. Are we able to beam the letter quickly? From Sabrata? Um... Okay, let me just um, see if I can forward it to um, Advocate Nell if she doesn't have that copy um, that I previously sent. 
Actually, it seems my email is down. Yeah, I think so, because I did not also have the copy that I said. There you are. Yeah, there you are. Saprata. Um, section 41 of 2009 of the National Transport Land Act. Dear Honorable Museveni Zizwani, the South African Bus Rapid Transport Association is a bus rapid transport, BRT association, an independent national body, solely protect BRT operators, allied organizations and committers by representation and support to ensure the planning and sustainability of PRTs in the transport industry whilst meeting government's policy and strategic objectives. Sabata together with Santaco and NTA here by six an audience with your committee to discuss the implementation and the impact of section 41 of the NLTA. Here with attached, please find the presentation on the matters that are concerning. We are available at your earliest convenience. We would like to thank you in advance and wait to hear from you soonest. Yours sincerely, Andy Lepites. Uh, Valerie, uh, these uh, people talk to the department already? Um, yes, Chair, Mr. Peter, in, I asked yesterday and he indicated that there's been five attempts to meet with the minister and it has, those meetings hasn't taken place yet. Uh, okay. um, so that was it, Chair. Thank you, Valerie. Members, um, maybe we should also slot them in, slot these people in just to listen to them. Um, let me hear any views. Um, if you are all in agreement, we'll then slot them in and uh, at a convenient date and communicate that to them. Let me hear Honorable McDonald and Ubaba Ulisawawa. Man, in that order. Um, I just um, uh, wanted to just remember, um, Oxar, there's two issues on Oxar, just it's not just the one issue, but otherwise, I'm happy with the adoption of the of the program um, um, for um, our fourth quarter. Program and looking forward to the hard work. Thank you, Chief. Honorable Man. Honorable Man has a bit of a challenge. I don't know. Uh, can you unmute yourself, sir? I have not switched on. I've really lost most of the meeting. My network is very unstable. But on this Sabrata people, do we know who they are? Do we know who affiliates to them? Uh, that would assist so that we don't see people at the exclusion of others. Thank you, Chair. Other than that, I don't have a problem meeting them. Um... 
other than what the letter is saying, maybe let's let's Valerie check uh, if there's anything uh, outside the letter. But I think the letter is um, honourable members. You say um, let's send members the letter, Valerie. Um, because uh, I think the letter is uh, indicating who these people are. Um, yeah. Meeting them. Otherwise, uh, I hear Honorable Manu saying he also moved for uh, the adoption of. Rather than uh, what the letter is saying, for quarter, maybe let's, let's Valerie check uh, if there's anything okay, uh, outside the letter. Manu, I think the letter is. Honorable members, you say, um, let's send members the letter, Valerie, um, because uh, Jambas, I think the letter is uh, indicating who so these people here. are. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think well, otherwise uh, I hear Honorable Manu saying he also uh, we are for the adoption of... Yeah. No, th- thank you, Chair. It looks like it's a uh, it's representative. So, as I said at the end, I wouldn't have a problem in us seeing that. All right. Thank you, Chair. Thank you. So the 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 program is oh, uh, honourable Chris Wensinger. Uh, thank you, Chairperson. Uh, Chairperson, as I understand, there's a particular request to see the committee with regards to the NLTA Section 41. Yes, um, yes. Is, is it, and this is the this is the legislation which has now been approved by Parliament to then proceed for final sign-off by the President. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see what particular intervention a consultation with us could now be of benefit to the entity that wants to see us um, wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be wouldn't it be better then to refer them to the office of the president because if intervention is seeked to then have a late consultancy or a late input uh, on Section 41 that deals with contracting authority. See, um, or a late input would be the uh, Because, you know, if it, if it wasn't as specific as a mention of Section 41 in the NLTA, but a matter of general issue around uh, bus services, as I see, you know, public public uh, transport, um, we might find ourselves in a particular dilemma at the end of such an engagement that we have now received particular information pertaining to a piece of legislation which in practical terms is out of our hands, um, which might cause a, a precedent, you know, for future engagements and the presenters might leave with a huge disappointment. So if it is about just seeing them and offering them the opportunity as they requested to see us, I don't have a problem in principle. But the invitation to allow them must be clear at which stage 
of processing and procedure the NLTA in its current form is. It must be clearly stated that it is beyond the point of our intervention to change anything which they might have a particular concern on, and that it is now with the office of the president um, in its in its final stages of being signed off or not, but that it specifically is out of our hands. I think we must just be upfront with that to avoid any disappointment um, after the submissions to us. Thank you, Chair. Um, I think um, I think that is in, <clears throat> that is in order, honourable members. Unless there is a different view, let's let's write to them and indicate how far is the process. So that, uh, in fact, I hear what you are saying, uh, honourable Hunsinger. Um, if it's about Section 4041, they must know that that process is, has already gone beyond this portfolio committee, and uh, there's nothing that we can do about it. And um, I think uh, that that may actually then uh, diminish their interest in meeting us. Let's explain them to them first and, and hear what they say. Uh, I think um, let's take it that way. Thank you, Honorable Nsinga, for that. Uh, so can we quickly move to the annual committee report for 21-22? Let me just check. Honorable um, Chair. Yes, sir. I'm sometimes I'm, I'm I'm behind because of the network. I'm trying to check because I was listening to Honorable Singer in your in your in your summary. Are we now saying we are going to refer them back to what uh, Honorable Singer suggests, or we are going to meet them? We are saying, we, in principle, we don't have a problem in meeting them. But we must upfront indicate to them that this section 41 they want to meet us about. We can no longer do anything about it because the, prog- the, uh, the process has gone beyond us as a committee and will await a response from them. Uh, Honorable Ketamabala, that's what you are saying. Okay, thank you, sir. Thank you. Chairperson, I raised my hand. <clears throat> I, I can see your hand uh, getting up now, yes, Honorable, Honorable Mato. Thank you very much. Um, I raised before uh, Honorable Ketamavala spoke. Chairperson, uh, I was listening to the discussions and the decision that the committee is taking. I'm not um, against the decision, but I, my, my, my view is that, uh, is it possible that we write to them, but indicate that we can meet them? We can meet them, but indicate to them that because the process uh, 
uh, we have dealt with the process. It's not, uh, we, can, we can't reverse anything from the process because it's far, but we can meet them because um, it's all the, 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 the it's NLT and also Santaco that. Honorable uh, Ramadan, you are saying exactly what we have said, uh, my honorable man. That's exactly what we are saying. Okay. Yeah, what we are saying is exactly how, how we are summarizing it. Okay. Maybe it's yeah. because I'm on and off. I couldn't uh, follow yes. what was yes. said. Thank you very much, man. Thank you. We are saying exactly what you are saying. Um, the annual report... Uh, for the committee 2021-2022, can we quickly deal with it? Uh, yes, um, okay, I'll uh, quickly, if Valerie wants me to run through it, I can quickly run through it. Yes, you can do that, Advocate Now, Just one thing, Chair, as I've indicated. Um, these reports are not... Uh, formally considered for uh, for publication. But um, in order to make it easier for the committee to draft the legacy report, we compile um, um, all the um, issues that the committee dealt with in a particular year, uh, including the highlights, the challenges, and those admin issues, how many meetings the committee had, how many bills it processed, so that at the end of, in March 2024, it will be easy for the committee to compile the legacy report um, because this information would have already been drafted um, so that it is accessible to members for the build-up of that final report. Uh, that's from me, Advocate Now. Thank you, Chair. Um, Chair, we'll see. We just thought the annual report with a bit of a, uh, a summary of highlights and challenges experienced by the committee. Um, again, just indicated that COVID-19 still had some um, impact on the transport sector. Uh, indicate that uh, there was also an impact on certain provinces due to the riots. Then because it's, it's oversight of impact on the committee work as well as impact on our sector. Um, then it just indicated we still continued our work through virtual meetings. We were able to complete our, our own strategic planning and annual performance planning and our work through the budget reports as well as the strat plan and annual plan reports. We've conducted oversight reports, our quarterly expenditure reports, our reports linked to legislation. We've had public hearings on bills, and we've also been able to complete our BRRR. Uh, we indicate some of our um, joint meetings that we were able to have. And then we indicate uh, which administrative targets we were not able to meet. Uh, that is our planned bi-weekly meetings and then also the um, suggested capacity building of members to um, greater attendance of transport conference, seminars, and study tours. 
Then a uh, reflection on the committee program. Members will see this is just the program that we've completed again and adopted this year. Um, that is the same program that we have in our APP and our strat plan. Uh, yes. So, and we also indicate the work that was done by the subcommittee during the year. And uh, we've done in terms of administration in the committee, we've able to adopt all our minutes on time, which is also why our meetings like today's meeting is um, important so that we can adopt those last few reports and minutes. We've, we've already gone through most of the reports. This is the last one for the day. Then we just indicate the focus areas that we had during the year. Again, that was taken from our strat plan and our APP. And we insert it here to our annual report. Because some of those aspects, uh, if we do not finish it during uh, the committee's term, it will go in the legacy report for focus uh, in the next parliamentary term. Key areas of future work. Again, we've still looked at uh, achieving safety for the transport modes, uh, reducing the impact of COVID on these modes, constant monitoring of the department's performance, then the principal focus, again, um, was on safety and getting the economy back as soon as possible after the COVID uh, lockdown impacts. <clears throat> and some of the impact that this has also had on on-site oversight visits. Then um, there was the need to enhance public participation in legislation, which saw quite a few of our bills being advertised uh, for second round. The example there was the Railway Safety Bill, uh, which at first we didn't have a lot of input on, and then we did another advertise, uh, a second advertising on that one, extended the call there. Then in, we indicate all our administrative work that we were able to do, along with the joint committee meetings, processing of our legislation. Um, this week we've made great strides. Uh, in getting quite a few, uh, the past two weeks, getting quite a few of our bills that were revived out. But still, this is the report focusing on last year's performance. And there is an ongoing need to monitor international treaties and conventions that is um, standard for all committees. And then we will also seek to continue resolutions for public transport subsidies, Reconfiguration of the public transport portfolio, that is with reference to, for example, Prasa and Transnet. We still have the concerns on scholar transport. We saw uh, that with the recent incidents. And then we still have concerns with the tax recapitalization program. Uh, the CBRTA, Kingdom of the Sutu Free State Impost, we do note that there was some progress on that. Um, but we will see... Uh, what the CBRTA indicates in the annual report this year again. Um, there's still some poor management at some of the entities. We see that with outstanding annual reports and some of the findings by the AGSA. A reduction of the department and entity vacancies. The vacancy rate continues to be a concern. And then again, and still the GFIP impasse. Uh, we, we are still waiting for that final indication from Cabinet on um, the way forward for GFIB. We indicate the key challenges that the committee or the administration of the committee has experienced. 
again, the parliamentary program impacting and causing weekly changes to our program as well. Limited number of committee slots for our, our committee. Late submission of documents from the department and some of the entities. Access interruptions to internet um, for the virtual meetings, as well as impact of load shedding on this, our meetings. Access to research databases. Uh, Parliament is working on that, but that is sometimes difficult if the server is down for our research section and myself to access these. And then again, we had in 2021 the local government election year, which also impacted on our program. In terms of the recommendations, um, <clears throat> that our administration of the committee, the secretary, continues to perform uh, well, but that we also need to make sure that our joint meetings are increased. And then the channel of communication between the department and the committee can also improve to ensure that they submit their documents uh, on time or early enough. Parliament should endeavour to release more meeting slots for the committee if possible. Our oversight week should be communicated early enough to allow for better planning because we do sometimes get that in the programme, but then um, in the next week the Parliament programme will change and that will be uh, the oversight will be removed again. And then on the Parliament communication services, that they must ensure that all alternative publication and broadcasting mediums are given due consideration for publishing, um, especially our calls for legislation comments. She will see here just the introduction then. After the overview, this is the work that the committee does. Um, it's the focus of the department and the department's programs, and it just lists the department's entities and the roles of the entities, the functions of the committee remains the same, our method of work remains the same. The purpose of the reports, also as Valerie indicated, it just gives a highlight of the, the performance for the year and it does feed into our legacy report. And then we have all our key statistics. She will see the number of meetings that were held for each of the terms, the subcommittee meetings, legislation programs, progress during the, that specific, the specific year in the review, oversight trips, study tours, <clears throat> international agreements process, that is all our conventions and protocols, statutory appointments process, we currently don't do any of those. If our new proposed legislation goes through, we will um, have some of that uh, in the next parliamentary term, I'm sure. Interventions process, we've not received any interventions during the year, we've had one petition, other referrals uh, from the speaker and then house chairperson, we have no referrals from there. We just list our stakeholders and then we list the briefings that we had during the year, public hearings, and we give the oversight of the legislation and the progress. Uh, bearing in mind this is the progress for the year under review, it's not the current progress. So at the end of the, this, this year, the NLTA would not have been completed, but when we do our new annual report for 2022-2023, we can say that one is completed. Civil aviation, um, transport appeal tribunal, national road traffic amendment, and then challenges emerging from the processing of the legislation. We just indicated here that uh, the scheduling of the marine bulls fell a little bit late and the impact um, on our program due to the local government elections. And then the content-related challenges. 
we also indicate um, the information or the processing of that. Oversight trips, there was none. Study tours, none. International agreements are listed. Statutory appointments, none. Obligations conferred, that is our BRRR, will have those. Uh, summary of outstanding issues. Uh, did we see those? Also the BRRR resolutions. Then petitions process, we indicate the petitions. Interventions, there were none. Those matters referred to. Recommendations. Um, these were also in our previous annual report and they do still remain valid. Um, it's similar to the ones I've already read out that are listed above. The strategic plan will be attached. Uh, master attendance list is attached and the, um, we don't really have a financial statement specific for the committee that, um, goes towards the section's budget chair. So that is a quick run through of the committee's annual report. Thank you, thank you, uh, Advocate. Um, Honorable Chris Wilsinger. Um, thank you, Chairperson. Can I propose that we um, accept this uh, primarily report or uh, sort of first stage of a ultimate report? Thank you, Chair. Thank you, thank you for that, uh, Honorable Wilsinger. Any um, Honorable Lawrence McDonald. Right, Chairperson, I second um, the adoption of the report at this stage. Thank you, Chairperson. Any other different view? EFF? Uh, Honorable McCossin? Mr. Boche. Wow. Oh, thank you. Support, support. Uh, Honorable Ramadan? Thank you, uh, Honorable Chairperson. Uh, I just want to, it's, uh, I want clarity, in fact, uh, that we, is it this, is this um, a first stage where in, if there are things that are not included, we can add? This is a preliminary report, as I get it, Honorable Ramato. Yes. Okay, I'm covered because there are some other things that I know that we discuss, but they're not here. So I wanted just to uh, uh, know if we can just add going forward. Thank you. Uh, advocate, Nell? Yes, the, the report is an overview of the work done for 2021 to 2022. Um, it's just so that we can feed that information into the legacy report that the committee will be working on um, in December or November, December next year, just before recess. Um, that report will be a far more expansive report, and that is where we can um, – get into a bit more detail um, if members request to be uh, more detail orientated there. If members also feel that maybe there was aspects that was discussed that we couldn't finalize in processing, that is then also where we do the recommendation that the next uh, parliamentary cycle should seek to focus um, more on that share. 
Thank you very much. Honorable Makosina, I see your hand up. Is it a legacy hand? Okay. Can we quickly then deal with the, the minutes of the 16th of uh, September? Um, honorable members, if there's anything that members have seen and towards, members are free to raise uh, as a correction. Otherwise, we can move for adoption of the minutes of the 16th. Let me see your hand. Hands. Honorable McDonald. Chairperson, uh, thank you. I've read the minutes, Chairperson, and I move for the adoption of the minutes. Thank you, Chairperson. Any seconder? Any seconder of the minutes? Seconded by my thank you, Chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Pete May. Let's go to the minutes of the 20th of this of September. Um, let me see hands. Honorable McDonald. Well, Chairperson, I've also read those and I also move for the adoption, Chairperson. Thank you. Thank you. Any seconder? Honorable Ramato. Members are tired. They want to go to on recess. Chair, Chair, just one thing, please. The minutes of the 16th is very important. Uh, Mr. May was not in that meeting. And the committee adopted bills. We don't want the minutes to be contested, um, Chair. So if we can have a member that was actually in that meeting, it would assist. There were a number of apologies that day. Honorable members who are in this, thanks, Honorable Pete May, for being active. Honorable members who were in that meeting, please assist. Chairperson, it seems like load shedding is dealing with every other members today. Yeah, but I see Honorable Ketamabala is still here. Mondays? Yeah. What are you saying, sir? Second, Chair. I was there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the issue. Valerie? Uh, Chair, Mr. Uh, Sitole was definitely in that meeting. Mr. Bilankulu was there. Uh, Mr. Chabangu was there. Um, yes, so yeah, they so, went, and Mr. Ramadwa. Yes, Honorable Sitole since seconded. Um, can we then quickly end up by the summary that was given by Honorable uh, Singer and uh, request at the end? 
Yes, could you quickly summarize what you have said earlier on so that I don't misrepresent you? Uh, Chairperson, right at the beginning of this meeting, I requested um, this portfolio committee through you, Chair, to consider how to deal with the information which I received upon which I released a media statement. Um, the information received alluded to a assumed uh, ICAO, International Civil Aviation Organization, a routine aviation inspection uh, that took place uh, assumably in August. Um, and following this inspection, a report has been generated. And in this report, it is made mention of significant security concern findings with regards to um, this aviation inspection. And it raised concern because apparently this report is in the hands of four people, including the minister and the deputy minister, and that for some reason the report is not shared. It is not shared with the staff of the Civil Aviation um, Authority and neither with um, public in general, um, which raise additional concerns. Um, so firstly, Chairperson, we must establish whether this is in fact true, that there has been a, um aviation inspection, whether such a report has been issued, whether in this report a significant security concern findings has been mentioned, and the reasons, if so, whether and why this report is not um, shared immediately and what the reasons might be for withholding this report um, since August. Thank you, Chair. Honorable members, I think the request uh, is in line with what we are doing as a committee. Uh, there is a proposal, uh, although this matter is not on the agenda, but I think it's a matter that we should deal with. We must raise that point so that uh, we, we are fully understood. Any uh, any other hand that uh, supports that we should um, uh, make some inquiries about the ICAO report that has been there since August is in the hands of some few <clears throat> uh, people and is not shared. Um, first of all, let's find whether that is true or not. And if it is, why is it not shared? Uh, are we having a support for that matter? Uh, let me see hands. I know people like to say I did not see their hands. Honorable McDonald, followed by uh, Honorable Ketamabala and uh, Honorable Ramata. Those are the only trends. Nobody should assist me beyond that point. Let's go. Thank you, Chairperson. Um, um, let me um, say thank you and for the contribution of Honourable Hansinger in this regard. Um, Chairperson, um, aviation safety is paramount in ensuring the safety of passengers um, because when an aeroplane falls out of the sky, it's 184 people that will lose their lives. And 
the hens people are very um, iffy when it comes to the safety of of aviation worldwide. So if there was a report, Chairperson, I think I think the, if there was a, such a report, and we can establish that there was a, such a report, uh, I think it is highly irresponsible for the department and the minister not to have tabled that report in this portfolio committee. And we should strongly um, send a strongly worded letter to the department if such a report existed and it was never tabled to this committee, Chairperson. Um, otherwise, I'm in support. Thank you very much, Chairperson. Thank you, Honorable Chairperson, and thank you to Honorable Hansinger for letting us know about this. But I didn't hear, did he say he issued a statement? That needs to, to be clarified because if he issued the, the statement, what the statement was about? Because if you can understand that, thank, thank you very much, Honorable Chairperson. Okay. The Honorable uh, Ramadwa. Thank you, <clears throat> Honorable Chairperson. I also like to join those who are appreciating what uh, Honorable Hunsinger has done for raising this issue. But uh, my suggestion is that let us write to them and we meet them or we, yes, we have a meeting with them, we'll establish whether it's, uh, the, 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 the report is true or not and why didn't they share this report with us. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Honorable Pitmay, I saw your hand up and down. Thank you, Chairperson. I support Mr. Hansinger. That's all I want to say. Thank you. Honorable Hansinger. Uh, Yes, thank you, Chairperson. I think there is just one point of clarity, uh, that of um, Honorable Keta Mabala. Um, the media statement which I released um, was done last week, and it expressed um, the same sentiments as what I shared in this portfolio committee, namely that information was received uh, of a investigation that was assumed to have been conducted in August, and that it is um, highly um, concerning that if such a inspection was conducted by the International Civil Aviation Authority, um, that the the report following this investigation, which um, con- which contained uh, significant security concern findings, that this report, which is now in the hands of four people, is not shared. Um, and particularly um, withheld, withheld from staff and officials of the South African Civil Aviation Authority, although the CEO is alleged also to have a copy. Um, so it is alleged that um, apart from the minister, the deputy minister, um, the CEO of the South African Civil Aviation Authority, Dr. Poppy Koza, um, as well as the current um, acting DG of the Department of Transport, that each of them have a copy, but for some reason that this uh, very concerning report is withheld um, 
that was basically the gist of um, the media statement. I obviously then also alluded to the consequences of such a report and also of the practice of, of withholding such valuable information and the possible implications, including diplomatic consequences, if all these allegations are then found to be true. Um, I thought it would be most valuable to bring this to the portfolio committee um, so that we as a portfolio committee might drive this forward since we have the oversight responsibility in a combined manner um, and that we carry uh, equal responsibility as public representatives. Thank you, Chairperson. Thank you, um, Honorable Lonsinger. I think uh, uh, this then brings this matter to um, this uh, agenda for the day. Uh, in conclusion, let's not write uh, a very hot letter because we are in a process of investigating the allegations that must still be verified. And uh, once we are beyond that process, we can then say what we want to say, depending on whether the allegations are true or not. But I think I hear everybody saying, those who have spoken, indeed, let's, let's investigate whether there are those reports that are withheld. If they are there, then we'll take it forward and, and get, find, uh, um, explanation why was that report held away from us as a committee and uh, and the public. Thank you very much, honorable members. Uh, We are tabling two reports in the House, and I know that uh, sometimes when we table reports, we point at each other (laughs) as parties, but I want to say to this uh, meeting that uh, I really want to appreciate the way we have been conducting ourselves as a portfolio committee in dealing with issues and in processing what we need to process as legislation and everything. I hope when we take a platform before we can hoy at each other, as different parties will also remember that party that we are a family that will come back and deal with issues as we see them. And uh, um, having a chance, I want to come and drink tea with all of these members who belong to different parties right in their home to show that as a chairperson, I am a father of all of these members equally. I hope that will be taken kind by all of us. Otherwise, thank you very much uh, for the beautiful session today on the 27th of September. Please remind Honorable Mabena that he always says Chairperson will meet in the house and uh, thank you very much. You are uh, liberated, thank you. This declaration of love in war. <laughs> <laughs> no, Chair, we'll meet in the house. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. The house is adjourned. Thank you, honorable members.